I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to the Tired Mummy Podcast, a safe platform where we can openly discuss the highs and lows of parenthood, judgment-free. Join me in authentic conversations with mums and dads from across the globe. Let's help each other feel less alone, let's grow and feel better in our parenting skin together. Come join our tribe while we get into some real talk. And don't forget, bring your coffee. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to be here. Season two, so many exciting things coming, so many changes, so many epic, epic guests. I cannot wait for season two to reveal itself. If you're new here, please hit the subscribe button. And if this episode resonated with you, please leave me a five-star review. This helps me keep the potty going and it also helps other mums and dads find the podcast. It's super easy and super quick and it really helps support my little family. So thank you. All right, I'm kicking off season two with this amazing human being. Her name is Allegra. She is a functional dietitian and international board certified lactation consultant. I had such a beautiful chat with Allegra. She really believes that proper nutrition begins with loving yourself and taking care of yourself. That way, we really set ourselves up to look after our babies the way we want. Allegra is a mama of two. She has so much wisdom and so many tools to help us with our postpartum nutrition and our breastfeeding journey. So if you're becoming a mama or you're having your second child this episode really is for you there's so much gold in it and lots of takeaways so let's get started this episode is sponsored by bioptimizers 
I have been using their best-selling product, Magnesium Breakthrough, and this is actually the first supplement I've been able to find that has all seven forms of magnesium in it. If you didn't know, magnesium is needed for pretty much every function of the body. It helps with anxiety and depression, it's anti-inflammatory, and it helps with sleep, which is why I've been taking it. I actually take it before bed, and no matter how good or bad my night is with bub, I can definitely feel the difference in my energy levels the next day if I forget to take it. But yeah, I've actually found it really helpful and I'm super grateful that they've been able to give me a discount code. So you can use the code TIREDMUMMY at the checkout and they'll give you 10% off. I'll also put the link in the show notes, but yeah, this product is so epic and I'm just super grateful that I now have it in my life. Hello, Allegra, and welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm so excited to dive into today's conversation. To kick things off, could you please let the listeners know what is your greatest learn since becoming a parent? Yeah, I feel like they teach me so many things. Um, I guess the big biggest lesson I've learned is to live in the moment and just be intentional with my time. So these years really go by so quickly. I know they say the days are long, but the years go by quickly and it's so true and I feel like with this world of social media and technology and just being on the go 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 it's really important to just take a pause and be intentional with the kids um as a mompreneur being on my phone for my business it's hard to kind of manage that work life and mom life so a big lesson I've learned is just to really be intentional put my phone away and be present with my kids I so feel you on that. It's when you're a full-time mom and you're trying to run a business, it's like any chance you can get to get a bit of work done. Mm-hmm. Like, so you've got that going through your mind and it is really hard to stay present. Yeah. I'm actually considering getting one of those box boxes that you lock your phone in with a timer. Oh, that's good. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> Force me because it's really hard. Yeah. I found that just 10 minutes is really all my daughter needs to fill up her cup. <laughs> so, I mean, obviously, if I could play much longer, she would love that. But I find that 10 minutes is a good balance for me and for her. So, you know, sh- I'll tell her, like, hey, mommy has to do work. And then I'm 100% present in my business. And then once I'm done, I put my work away. And then I'm 100% present with her. And, um, doing that has been really helpful that's about really, mom guilt yeah really it's it's runs deep doesn't it yeah but even when I'm playing I'm like oh shoot I need to remember to do that I need to remember to email that person back it never <laughs> ends it never ends yeah all right today I really wanted to talk to you about how we as mothers can nurture ourselves postpartum get some more of that energy because we could all use some more of that (laughs) and how we can reach our breastfeeding goals. Um, There is a lot of information out there. And when you're a busy, tired mom, it can be extremely, extremely overwhelming. Where is the first place we should start to regain our energy postpartum? Mm -hmm. I think the easiest part is to just eat, eat food, 
food is fuel. And especially with breastfeeding, it's so important to fuel ourselves. And we often put ourselves on the back burner and take care of our baby first, which is great and important, but then we forget to eat. And eating is just so important. And especially if you can eat a balanced meal. So a balanced meal is a combination of protein, fiber, and fat. This keeps our blood sugar steady and it helps with our energy throughout the day. It keeps us satisfied. It keeps our mood even keel. Um, So instead of just eating a bowl of oatmeal for breakfast, pair that oatmeal with some Greek yogurt, maybe a scoop of collagen powder in your coffee. Um, If you're doing like a breakfast smoothie, don't just add fruit and veggies, but add Greek yogurt, maybe peanut butter, chia seeds, hemp seeds, you know, just trying to add more protein into your meals will keep you satisfied and help with your energy throughout the day. Mm -hmm. Um, I think some other practical tips is just starting to see more sunlight throughout the day, especially first thing in the morning. Um, Sunlight, natural sunlight tells your body to stop producing melatonin, the sleepy hormone. So if you can see sunlight within five to 10 minutes of waking up, um, that is wonderful. If you don't have sunlight where you are, I think in Australia, it's winter time, right? Yeah, yeah. It's so um, you might want to get like a light box, um, just or I guess it's also called a sad lamp, but basically it mimics the sun. Um, so getting something like that could be helpful. Yeah, that's awesome. I think I think you can, I mean, I'm not too, I'm just kind of getting into biohacking, but I think the red light, yep. like mm-hmm, a red light too, therapy, yeah. yeah, that can help. I yep. know some people, they're like super crazy. They'll watch the sun come up and stand in front of the light at the same time just to maximize that. Yep. Yeah. 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 Red light therapy is wonderful. Um, I know you had said just one way to help with energy, but one last thing that I would add to with energy that's really easy is mineral repletion. So minerals are, you know, potassium, sodium, vitamin A, or those are your vitamins, but vitamins and minerals Um, are so important in the postpartum period, especially when you're breastfeeding, because your body has to provide breast milk. It's um, trying to heal and recover from pregnancy and then delivery. And uh, minerals are like your factory workers in your body, and they tell your body how to function properly. And so if you don't have enough of these quote unquote factory workers, your body's going to feel sluggish. It's going to be slow. You know, just think about COVID. These companies didn't have enough factory workers. Everything is slowed down on production. Um, So if we don't have these minerals, it's going to be very taxing on our bodies. And so just continuing your prenatal vitamins, taking a quality prenatal vitamin, um, maybe adding a mineral mocktail, which is basically just like a combination of sodium, potassium, and magnesium, and then vitamin C, like orange juice or pineapple juice, just drinking that here in your day. So I have that here, mineral mocktail. Those are some easy ways to stay hydrated and to help with your energy. So you can even just look on Pinterest mineral mocktails, and there's so many different recipes out there. Yeah, I've just started... um doing coconut water orange juice and salt Uh perfect oh excellent yeah really good and if you don't have coconut water you can actually use cream of tartar which is a great source of potassium so if you don't want 
spend lots of money on coconut water all the time. Yeah, sometimes I'll do it. I'll just grab um, some water, put a pinch of salt, and then like a teaspoon of cream of tartar, and then a splash of orange juice or pineapple juice just to kind of mask the flavor, mask the taste. Um, super easy. Oh, that's a great hack. I think everyone's got a little <laughs> bit of that in their pantry somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where do you think um, mums can go wrong with postnatal nutrition? Mm-hmm. I think said not eating meals. Um, I think there's this societal pressure that we need to bounce back and get back to our pre-pregnancy weight, and this causes a lot of harm to mom's recovery and a lot of moms don't know that breastfeeding is actually more demanding on the body than pregnancy. So pregnancy, we need about 200 to 300 extra calories, whereas breastfeeding, we can have up to 500 calories. So it's very demanding on your body. You know, you're still um, nourishing a baby. So um, making sure you're eating, making sure you're taking care of yourselves and not trying to just bounce back and cut calories. And, you know, I think that's a big place that we can (laughs) yeah I mean I wasn't in that situation because I've literally only just started exercising again but I can resonate with not eating like I know that I did not eat enough even though I felt like I was starving all the time I just felt like I couldn't eat enough or not I just don't think I was prepared for how much how hungry I was going to be like I didn't Mm -hmm. have high protein snacks and I didn't you know do the fats and the protein and all of that like definitely I think if I do it again, I'm going to be so much more prepared. Yeah. For yeah. The hunger. Breastfeeding makes you very hungry. Yep. And that's why it's so important to add that protein to it and healthy fat because protein is the most satiating macronutrient. So if you can just add more protein, um, it's really going to help with not feeling like you're eating all day, every day, every hour, every two hours, you know? Yeah. Awesome. So, do you have yeah. any uh, daily hacks to help increase energy besides caffeine? <laughs> yeah, so definitely making sure you're eating. Ask yourselves, did I eat breakfast? Did I eat lunch? Um, have I, you know, gotten any movement throughout the day? Have I seen the sun? Have I gotten some sunlight? Um, so thankfully we've been fortunate to live in Hawaii and then Florida and now we're in Texas. So they're all sunny States. Um, but if I lived in a country or a state that had a lot of darkness, I would definitely recommend getting that red light, um, red light therapy or, um, full spectrum light box. Um, then yeah, I'm making sure. So if I've had a rough night, cause my baby is still waking up at night, First thing I do is just kind of take note. Okay, last night was rough. My baby woke up several times. I'm exhausted. First thing I do, open all the blinds, get that sunlight in. And then I make um, a good high-protein breakfast. So maybe that's eggs with like Ezekiel bread or a high-protein bread, maybe some avocado. And then I try to take my baby out and go for a walk just to get some light movement in. Also, my baby seeing the sunlight helps with his circadian rhythm. So, you know, trying to just take note, like, okay, last night was rough. I'm tired. And then try to do what you can, eat meals, see that sunlight, get some physical activity in. Um, But, yeah, it's a hard (laughs) hard chapter. Yeah, it is hard, but definitely getting outside, like, changes your mood so much. Just being in nature, fresh air, I definitely think that is something 
Mum, new mums need to try and remember. I remember. I mean, I did the whole like um, first forty days type of thing when mm-hmm. I had my son, and I kind of wish I got outside a bit more. I was just so focused on trying to rest, but that doesn't mean I couldn't go outside and sit outside in the sun and rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. definitely <laughs> get outside. All yeah, right. totally agree. So I wanted to pivot to breastfeeding. What is the number one hurdle you see new mothers having when they start breastfeeding? Mm -hmm. So I see a lot of um, just concerns moms have. And I think a big one is doubting their milk supply. And so they start supplementing those early days or, you know, breastfeeding is hard because you don't know how much baby is getting. It's not like a bottle where you can see exactly how many ounces. So, you know, a big hurdle is, I feel like just in our culture nowadays, moms are starting to doubt themselves and doubt their ability to breastfeed or doubt that their baby can efficiently feed. Um, I'm seeing also a lot of like tongue ties. So moms experiencing cracked nipples or babies um, having poor weight gain. So, you know, trying to get as much education as you can beforehand is so beneficial and so helpful for just knowing like, okay, this is what my baby is going to go through. They're going to root when they're hungry. I need to trust that my body will make milk. If not, what are the signs that baby is not getting enough? Are they having good wet and poopy diapers? Are they gaining weight? Um, are, are they able to go two hours, three hours, or are they eating every hour all day, every day? Um, you know, cluster feeding is normal, but cluster feeding is really just a window, like five hours where they'll cluster feed. So if they're eating every hour, but all day, every day, then they're probably not getting enough breast milk. Um, and then just feeling your breasts, even if they feel soft, that doesn't mean that you don't have milk, you know, listen to baby swallows. Are they still, you know, making that those are the swallow sounds we want to, um, hear. So, yeah. (laughs) I think that's really good advice. I wish I had learned a bit more about the cues, all these hindsight things and you, you're a first time (laughs) mum. Like I just thought that when he cried, that's when he wanted milk, but really that's Mm. the last cue. Yeah. 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 Not all crying means hunger. Crying is really their only way of communicating. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I've got a lot of, I have, I still have a lot of like guilt to move through because I just, I didn't know, like Mm -hmm. he used to cry so much. And I think it was just because he was hungry. But by the time I figured out he was hungry, it was too late. Like he's beside himself. (laughs) He's like hangry, like, mom, just get me food now. (laughs) Poor little man. Um, so that kind of answered my next question. So we should definitely try and prepare for breastfeeding because um, my question was can we, should we prepare or is it a learn-as-you-go type of thing? Mm-hmm. So I think it's both. We definitely can prepare for breastfeeding, but sometimes you don't know what you don't know. You, um, like, you might prepare, but then something comes up during your breastfeeding journey, they're like, whoa, I wasn't prepared for that. So, you know, I've been giving a lot of breastfeeding education and still there's something that comes up postpartum. So a part of it is learning as you go. Um, there was actually, uh, it was several years ago, there was a gorilla 
at the Ohio Zoo who was born in the zoo and she got pregnant and she had her baby and the baby actually passed away because she didn't know how to breastfeed. And so then when she got pregnant again, they brought Leleche League leaders, like other human beings that were breastfeeding. And the gorilla during her pregnancy watched these human beings breastfeed. And then after she had the baby, her gorilla, her baby gorilla, they helped her breastfeed. And because she'd been born in the zoo, never saw anyone else breastfeed. She didn't know what to do with her first baby. But now with her second, after seeing these human beings breastfeed and them kind of helping her, she was able to breastfeed her second gorilla. Oh so it's goodness. just like a crazy story. You can look it up. Amazing. <laughs> so emotional. Yeah. So didn't have any you know, tribes, she didn't have anyone to teach her. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's really sad, but it was just kind of like, wow, even animals need to see other animals breastfeed, you know? Yeah. And I think in our culture, we don't see enough mm-hmm. breastfeeding parents and we don't, you know, it's not like really normalized to where we know what we're doing. And so I think we have all these first time moms going into it alone. They don't have their village or their support group. And they're just trying to figure it out for themselves when we're really supposed to be around our village. We need to have that support. You know, we need to be with our mothers or our grandmothers our great grandmothers that went through this and have their wisdom and their support. Uh, we yeah. don't really have enough of that. No, we don't. I mean, I was, if if you're listening to this and you're a breastfeeding mama, like breastfeed in public, like that story yeah. about the gorilla is powerful. <laughs> I remember when I first, when you know, I was in my early days of being a mom, like I would, if he needed to feed when I was out and about, I'd like run into Kmart and ask if I could go in the change room to breastfeed him because I was too scared to breastfeed Mm -hmm. in public I'm not like that now like he's a toddler now I'm still breastfeeding him so you know if he wants it I'll whip it out Uh, (laughs) but I think it's important I really think it's important and that story yeah super powerful as a reminder that people need to see it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) That, that, that is amazing so my last question for you, what advice would you give a mama who is struggling to breastfeed? Yeah, I would say get help. Um, so contact an international board certified lactation consultant and IBCLC. This is a profession of breastfeeding professionals. So they created this profession back in 1985 when they found just a lot of moms were struggling to breastfeed. And so, you know, having that support, professional support, they call us like the boob doctors. So we are well-versed in breastfeeding and breastfeeding struggles. So contact someone local to you, or I can definitely help you virtually. Um, and even just talking and connecting with other moms and hearing their journeys. Sometimes it's easy to just see a breastfeeding mom's like, Oh, she's got it so easy. Her baby just latches, like looking, looks great. But then you actually ask her and she might've had a lot of barriers and issues at the beginning. So, you know, so definitely get help, talk to other moms and get that support. Yeah. Ask for help. It took me. Mm-hmm. three months to ask for help oh yeah <laughs> and now look at you two yeah. years and still breastfeeding <laughs> I'm soldiered on but yeah it was really hard like breastfeeding you know it's not just at the beginning like I remember when it got to he got to eight months old and he just stopped like feeding mm-hmm. and nursing strike yeah and 
I was had to start pumping because I was like, you there's this, you know, there were some articles that were saying, oh, um, some babies self-wean at eight months old. And I was like, no, <laughs> like mm-hmm. he needs this until he's at least one. So I just yeah. kept pumping instead of his feeds and then and then all of a sudden all of a sudden he started feeding again yeah that's awesome um, but yeah, yeah. That, was, that was rough that really like scared me I was like no 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 I'm not ready for this to end like you need yeah. the goodness still <laughs> it's so beneficial for them mm-hmm. yeah yeah and at that age it really is a nursing strike so my baby also did it yeah. <laughs> around nine months. Yeah, it's like a developmental thing, I think. Mm-hmm. They're just on the go, 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 so distracted. Like they don't want to just sit down and look at you. No. <laughs> <laughs> so true. And they're so into like solid foods. So, <laughs> so funny. Oh, yeah. kids. Well, thank you mm-hmm. so much for joining me and sharing your wisdom and tools, so many tools. Uh, I know my listeners are going to be so grateful and I am so grateful. So thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. What an amazing, amazing chat that was. And wow, that gorilla story really got me in the heart. Um, It really just goes to show how much we need village and we need those elders and the wisdom of those before us and how hard that is in today's society in this culture that has been built so yeah there's a lot to learn from that episode and I'm so grateful for Allegra coming on and sharing with us if you would like to connect with Allegra you can find her at aloha.nutrition on Instagram or you could head straight to her website which is education.aloha-nutrition.com She has some great content and some great hacks on Instagram. So I do recommend going and following her. You will not regret it. All right, team. Thank you again. And thank you for joining me on my first episode of season two. I can't wait to bring you more. Thank you always for listening. I am so grateful for every single listen. And if you'd like to connect with me, you can come over to the Thai Bummy podcast on Instagram and hang out there. All right, guys, until next time, this Thai Mummy is signing out. <laughs>